Nothing at share tea. What the hell? It's like boba tea. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. It's like like people begin like the tea with the little black little balls at the bottom of them. Is it tea or like a smoothie drink or a milkshake drink? It's tea. It has like little black little um jelly balls. But I'll, I'll show it to you. You've seen it before. Third, third time, I really drink those, but some of my reason my wife really likes it. Oh, see, I think I've heard of. I think I might know what you're talking about, but I think when I heard of it, I heard of it as, as a different name. Oh, possibly. Because what 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 I how I'm hearing it, it sounds like it goes to like this. Um, it's like they have like this. Um, I forgot what it's called. Like we have like different like milkshakes or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, they do that too. Yeah, I think I think yeah, they do. They have that too. Okay, okay. He's a big tea drinker, uh, so tea's okay with me. I don't drink as much as she does, but I'm more of coffee. Yo, what's going? Nothing, nothing. I was um, cause I have the house to myself, so. I was trying to session in while they're gone. <laughs> you trying to what? A podcast session, woman. <laughs> you trying to do a podcast? Yeah, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna get ready to do a session. Okay. Uh, because my kids and them are gone, and I don't have to be downstairs in my cold, 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 cold room. So, <laughs> what are you doing your podcast on? Oh. Uh, what we on now? <laughs> we on right now? Thanks for the introduction. Thanks for letting me know I was on the podcast. I know, right? Thank you. Thank you very much. Only you. I know. That's the fun of this, though. This is why I, was, I like to do it. Yeah. Audio. Because, like, it's like not, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, I don't expect a lot from myself. But it's a lot more comfortable, I guess. Yeah, you don't gotta. Yeah, you know, I gotta be like, oh, let me put this on and wear this and have these lights going. And yeah, the last time I had that going on, it was, it was, it was cool. But I haven't heard of it in your podcast. What do you usually talk about? Well, so far, I've talked about depression. Um, like regular depression and postpartum depression, because I know that a lot of people is going through depression, and a lot of people don't take depression as serious as they should, especially in the black brown communities. Yeah, like I felt like I was telling. Uh, I think I was on there before I had did a recap of where I had a friend on with me, and I was like, "Well, you know, we don't. A lot of us women in general." Some of us, a lot of us don't take it like, oh, you know, it is because we also always got to be that mom and, you know, in that particular environment where like, well, I can't be this down person. Like we don't never have the downtime to really let ourselves go to depression. Mm-hmm. And I- then, like that, you know, that's crazy because I feel like if a lot of us actually came together or thought more on it, 
we will actually be like a lot stronger. I agree. And like a lot of people see that as like, oh, well, why do women always gotta be so strong and blah, 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 let this person in? But it's like when you let a person in and you're going through something like that, you they don't take that serious, and that like that's an irritation. That's true, and I, and I think it's more so in our DNA as women. We're just natural providers, right? So it's like provide, 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 you know, put us ourselves on the back burner. And it's just something in our DNA that's like that. Can't help but be that way. And uh, it's also depression and obviously depression open doors for other serious health. Yeah. That- uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with that. I thought about it like for men and like in a man case point of view, like like I've never really heard a man really say, Oh, I'm going through depression. Yeah. No, it for some reason when I eventually find out that a man then went through depression, it's too late to like, you know, hey, come join this group or come, you know, you have people that you can talk to that's not gonna judge you. Yeah. So it be- certain men also just struggle in silence too. Yeah. Yeah, they they struggle too. Of course, they have their own struggles that we'll probably never understand, um, and then vice versa. You know, with us and then they're on the same we go through. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, even when you know when you're working, trying to find like mental health, that's hard, right? So it's like your own, you know, medical insurance doesn't even take it serious, and it you know it sucks because even you know when you have medical insurance, you know if you want therapy. Like, oh, you can only do six sessions, right? You can only do seven sessions. Mm-hmm. Or it's always a catch, you know? And uh, when, you know, depression or therapy in general is ongoing, you can't cure your depression in seven sessions. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's mental health. No one takes it as serious as they should when it's actually a real thing. Yeah, that's what I was telling a lot of people. Like, on my podcast, that's what I was talking about. It was like, you know, it's crazy how we go through it. And then it's like, even with the Oh yeah, it's like you have depression. Here, let's put you on some medication. Not yep. oh, well. Let's talk about it. Let's get you a therapist. Let's see if they can help you through it and see how, if it changes anymore. You know, or if you get worse, it's like okay, well, let's set you up, put you on medication. And that, yeah, that's that's not helping. That's just putting a band aid on it, right? It's not actually helping it. That's at that point. I'm like, no, I need to go through the surgery, the surgical way of getting help, not just slapping a band aid on my depression. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually try to pinpoint what it is. What's the root of the depression? Because I mean, all depression has a root, right? Whether yeah. you're of it or not. It'd be crazy though, because it's like what like depression. It has like you you know how you say it has a root to it, but it's like it, it can be multiple roots to a person being depressed. And yep, get down to the bottom of it until you really like sit back and actually gotta go through somebody's life, or you sit back and think about your own life. Like, damn, why am I this way? Like, what is going on with me? Yeah. You, you went along with your life for so long to where you just cover it up and it's like, shit, there's nothing wrong with me. This is just how I am because, you know, I don't want nobody to see me this vulnerable. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. And I, and, I, and I also think, like, um, I tell people this all the time, like, the brain is very powerful, right? And mm. you, you, some people cope by suppressing, right? And some people are depressed and don't even remember why they're depressed or even know why. And it's because they suppressed it. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's a lot of it. So when you go to therapy and like an actual real therapist, right? And they actually, you know, dig deep and make you open up those wounds that you thought to suppress. And then it's like, damn, right? I completely forgot about this. Right? Like I blocked that out. Yeah, I blocked that out. Um, and I do know a lot of women um, do that for sure. They just suppress it and pretend it didn't happen. And you can't do that. 
you can't because it's always going to come to the light no matter what you know whether it come now or later it's going to come yeah definitely that's why i love my therapist to this day like she's a black woman um she understands me she keeps it real with me she don't pass judgment on me you know she don't sit there like oh i feel sorry for you or anything like that it's just like it's just like she just keep it up front in a, in a positive way and mm-hmm. this damn I've never really had nobody that could really like just tell me the real and not hurt my feelings to where it's like I don't even want to talk to you no more yeah and that's good that's, I mean it's hard to find a therapist it's hard to find a good one and then it's hard to find one that's a mirror of you right it's yeah. hard so that you have that and you know some struggles she will understand mm-hmm. and she can and she can help you because you know she she went through that same you know a lot of times she's probably been through the same stuff you've been through Mm-hmm. It's crazy because, like, she, like I said before, like she be taking up her therapist head for a second and be like, "Oh, I'll time out. Let me get back to my therapist mode." <laughs> yeah. like, that's good that you guys have that relationship because that's all that is. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's. I mean, how many therapists did you go through before you found her? You just to find I, her? No, um, I think I went when I well, I started for the therapist in high school. She was pretty cool. I loved her. She stayed with me until maybe I was like 21. And then after that, I kind of, it was like, we can no longer continue on because of, I aged out with her, which was sad because I loved her. Um, and then I found another one that was another Black lady. I, I've dealt with <laughs> women um, as therapists. But this last one before I got to her was, it was just like, it wasn't comfortable for me. You know, it was like, well, hey, she just didn't make me feel comfortable to be like, I want to talk to you. Like, I don't think you understand. You kept point, pinpointing me in a time and point where you were younger. And like, you know, it's like, I kind of don't need that at the moment. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to be an estimate or be my friend. But the way she went about certain situations, I was telling her, it was like, okay, I don't even want to tell you no more about my life. And then after I had my youngest son, I ended up going through this um, Black Mom Centering Group, which is amazing, actually. Um, I went through them, and I went through them through my whole pregnancy, basically. And then after I had my son, I think up until he was maybe, I think, three to maybe four months old, we kind of kind of ended, sort of. But I was a therapist within, through them, which was great. That's how I found my current therapist. Okay. So... It, it took it took some going and processing. Yeah, for sure. Therapy therapy is it like an ongoing thing? No, it's an ongoing. I talk to her every Tuesday. We have a set time and everything. And that's good. It gives you time to talk to yourself, right? A lot of women don't don't have that time to themselves. Yeah, like I even told my job, I'm like on Tuesdays at one o'clock. Do not schedule me for nothing, or I need to be done by one o'clock, by twelve thirty, twelve forty-five at latest. Because at one o'clock, that's my time. I'm not taking that away. I have to have that. Like it's a it's a must for me. And that's good. Some people some people don't have those boundaries, right? So mm-hmm. some people don't have those boundaries to be like, hey, you know, this is a time that I'm giving to myself, right? And this is the set time, and you just want to work around it. Um, some people aren't strong enough to do that. And that's crazy because that's one of the things that me and my therapist are currently working on is um, setting boundaries. Like mm-hmm. for myself, it's hard for me to set boundaries 
to certain people. Yeah. Um, so like that's kind of my thing right now. That's my main goal as a for 2022 is to be able to set boundaries, be able to open up and say how I feel mm-hmm. and to stand by feel and don't let nobody basically feel like I don't I, I basically don't want nobody to I don't feel like somebody's intimidating me to change my answer to what I say. Yeah, setting boundaries is is a thing and um it's hard for a lot of people, right? And mm-hmm. I, I used I used to have that issue when I was growing up. Um and then as I got older, you know, I realized it's okay to be uncomfortable, right? Because setting boundaries and having that conversation, it's an uncomfortable conversation, right? And that's really what you what what people avoid comfortable of the conversation. Because it makes you uncomfortable, right? But mm-hmm. it's okay to be uncomfortable, right? Because you need to set those boundaries. Definitely. You have to set them, you know, and of course, you know, you lose people along the way. Right. But mm-hmm. I've learned a long time ago the less people I have in my circle, the more peace I have. Yeah, I'm trying to learn that situation now. Mm-hmm. So, like that was one of the main topics that we have talked. I've talked about on my um, recording is you know depression and therapy, and how like black men don't seem like that that therapy is needed. Of course, and it's like why? Because like I feel like it's helpful because I don't go lie, and I have to I have to learn the hard way where it's like I don't feel like I can trust just anybody or everybody that I call my friend or somebody that's cool with me because they are in the long run for some reason I really have a selected few of friends that I consider close to me or um or genuine at least Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna throw it in my face that oh you've done this for me or I told you something that happened I don't it it don't come or come back you know it don't backfire on me Mm -hmm. I learned the hard way with that and I was telling my therapist that and you know she was like that that is kind of tough and it's like i've learned like shit everybody's not your friend no and i I think i i you know i had to learn and i think um it helped me i I know it helped me is that like when i'm dealing with people that have like burnt me right and after they do it and let me stop talking i always say i knew that right i know i knew that's what they were you know i knew i knew they're that way and it's like you knew it right so if you see a snake being a snake don't think it's not a snake. Exactly. It's like, I chose to accept that. And then I'm thinking, that, why, why do we think that? Why do we think that? You know, so it's like, if you're being a snake, it's because you're a snake. Yeah. Why am I making you something else? And then once you burn me or once you bite me, right? Because that's what snakes do. Once you bite me, then it's like, damn. Right? Um, and I knew they were going to do that, right? I knew they were that type of person. And I think that right there is cutting, it's just cutting when it needs to be cut off, right? And that's hard too. It's That's hard too, you know, because we do outgrow people. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing we're outgrowing someone. It's, it's really not, right? Because um, at the end of the day, you need your peace, right? You, you, at night, right? So you're dealing with yourself. You need your peace. Definitely. You know, if your peace is disrupted, and that's another thing. <laughs> causes depression true and right, uh, so- yeah like it's crazy because like i'm not gonna lie on uh, all honesty like how our friendship has really grown honestly at the beginning i was like down like i do i enjoy hanging out with older people and i'm not gonna lie i didn't think our friendship was gonna last as long as that that it has 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so grateful that it has. You don't understand. Like, I am so grateful that it has. <laughs> like, my person I can go with and not talk to for a, a little while. But then as soon as we talk, we connect again. It's like, we never stop talking. Yeah. It's vibes. And it's like always fun. Yeah. I think the last time we hung out before now, I think we went to the hookah bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been a little while, right? And, and it's it's a healthy. So it's like we didn't stop talking because we fell off. That wasn't it at all, right? We stopped talking because it's just life, right? We just had other things going on. It wasn't off any type of negative energy or anything like that, right? So when we come back and there's nothing negative there, right? So if we we stopped on a positive vibe and then we continue, it's gonna be that same positive vibe, right? And that's all it is. Yeah, I was like, you know, <laughs> like, like woo. I'm a friend that I do have some of my circle where I'm like, oh, I trust her, I love her, I respect her. We got, you know, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're fine, no problems at all. At- I, I, I thought about that. I was like. Wow, like yeah, because I'm like I don't have many friends at all whatsoever. Like I maybe got maybe a not even a full handful. <laughs> and trust me, that's all you need. Trust me. I I, I mean I, I can count on one finger how many I have, right? And um, the one friends, you know, I fuck with them heavy, right? So everyone knows me and Jasmine are best friends, right? There's no secret there, right? It's no secret. It's never been a secret. Everyone knows that, and um. The smaller the circle is 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 so much peace. so much peace. The smaller the circle, I have any, I have nothing to worry about, right? Nothing. Like even when I was telling, like for my wedding, like I have two bridesmaids. My nigga, that's it. Like I could, I can ask you if I wanted to. Why am I doing that, right? Why am I doing that? Why well, I'm adding up people just to add people, and then you know they're saying shit that I don't want to say, or they're rubbing me the wrong way, right? Why do that? Where well, I can have two best friends that I adore and I love, right? And they adore love. You know, and I was telling my wife that because she has four bridesmaids, you know, and she was like, oh, Robin, don't get two more to even. I was like, nope. I sure I'm not. I'm not just going to just pick random people and people do that. Right. People do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. You know, and I told her, I said, I'm not, you know, and she was like, well, you know, it's going to work. I said, it sure is going to work. <laughs> I'm not adding two more people. Right, I picked the two people I picked because I wanted those two people. Exactly. You know, I wanted those two people, and 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 of course, it made some people mad. Right? It's people like, oh, Robin, you didn't ask me. Of course, I have mad about it. Right? But again, there was those boundaries, right? And having that uncomfortable conversation. Exactly. You know, and 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 rock with me after we have this conversation. Great. If you don't want to rock with me anymore, that's fine too. Right. Exactly. It's up to you. But I'm going to tell you why I only wanted these two and why I didn't pick you. Right, and it's and it's nothing against you. It's just that the less people that I deal with on a day of my life, it just brings me more peace. It's less stressful, you know. Yeah. And um, that I mean, that's that. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you, as you will. Like, like days, like how how. Oh, if y'all don't know, yes, Robin is getting married. Yes, this is Robin. She's getting married. <laughs> I'm super juiced. This is my first wedding. Y'all do not understand. Like when she really sent me the invite, I was like, "Damn, I can't wait to text her." Like, oh, I got to try. Like, this is shit. Like, I lit up like a, a, like I don't know, a shooting star. Like, y'all don't understand. My first wedding. And then we went everywhere in America yesterday for some. Food. Yes, we have. We yeah, we've been traveling 
goddamn flats because I do not wear flats. My shoe game is more like tennis shoes, and I have maybe a few heels, but whatever. Like, she has helped me. Like, you ain't gonna lie. Y'all thought this was my wedding because she didn't help me through and through from the dress to the bras to the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole. Oh, no. Like, oh my God. But yes, she's getting married. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Boom. <laughs> Maybe you can record that. I know, right? Ooh. And I can bring my camera. I have a good camera. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. I think that's going to be that's gonna be nice. Yeah, that's going to be, be helpful. But, like, so, like, that was one of our topics I covered. I also covered, um, what was it? It's called um, being a side or secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that was, that, like, that time was, it was, it was a little heavy. But it's, it's fun it has been fun talking about that so basically it's like you know been somebody's secret or been somebody's mistress or mister or however you guys want to put it mm. and um you know that it, i mean it, it's touchy it's it's touchy right and um it, it is i haven't i i mean i haven't had where i was a mistress mm-hmm. and i was I, I don't have, I never wanted to. I know you are not. Right. And I want someone feeling away from something I did. However, you know, the person I'm, you know, how they feel. Hey, you guys. Today's pie is going to be a little sensitive for me. Um, I've been needing to get this off my chest for a minute now. I was cleaning out my room one day since my granny has been gone. And I found a gift that I meant to give her on her birthday. But I was rushing so much to get out of this house just to make sure I made it to her to see her and be with her. That I forgot it. The gift is something unique, something I think she would have loved, you know, and those who are going to listen to this, I'm going to just be real, that are my family, don't get upset about some of the things that I'm going to say on here. Try to keep an open mind and try to understand because either you might feel the same way, you might not. But I would love for you to understand where I'm coming from. Or try to, at least. You know? The music that you guys are going to be hearing in the background is by my girl. Her name is Jasmine, but she goes by Jovial. I believe I'm saying it correctly. Forgive me if I'm not. But go check her out. Download her music. I'm pretty sure y'all will love it. And I'm pretty sure it can relate to a lot of you guys' situation. Don't knock until you try it. So I advise you go listen to her. She is the bomb. <laughs> Who says that nowadays in 2022, right? Shit, me. Um, honestly, I decided to do this podcast because today 
it has been weighing on me kind of tough my granny passing and for the fact that her birthday is basically around the corner it's bothering me even more to not even get to get this off my chest so that's kind of what i'm about to do you know so i'm hoping nobody have hard feelings about some of the things i'm going to say but i'm going to keep it real because i have no other choice my granny passing took a big toll on me it killed a big part of me you know Getting that call saying that my granny is gone was the worst thing I could ever hear. Having to identify her body was the worst thing I could ever see. My granny wasn't ready to go. I'm just saying. On how I felt and how I saw and what I saw, she wasn't ready to go. She fought to stay here. But I feel like she fought too hard to stay here. You know? My granny had so much more to live for. So much more to see and do. You know? So, it's like... Damn. I wasn't ready for her to go. I'm glad I got to see her for her birthday. I'm glad she got to meet my children. I'm glad she got to be in their lives, you know? Um, that's just how I feel. Her birthday is coming up in March. Yes, I know it's only January. We still freshly in 2020. Still, my grand comes to me. Um... I thought about my granny a lot. And I have still been thinking about her a lot. And it's like... Granny, why did you go? Like, I understand you was hurting. That you had just lost your youngest child. You know? And I know that was weighing on you. But, like I said, I feel like you wasn't... I feel like she wasn't ready to go. Not yet. Not yet. She wasn't. In my eyes, she wasn't. From how I saw her, when I had to go ID her, my cousin was was with me. She might feel different. But me personally, this is how I felt. How I felt. She wasn't ready. Not at all. You know, but she is with her parents, her baby, and a lot other of her family, you know. And she's with God, so, you know. I can't question him and ask him too much, you know. But I, I have. I thought about it, and I, and I somewhat have. Like, why my granny? She was fighting to stay here. Why not help her stay here? You know? But, hey, I can't make a comeback, so... I am just taking it day by day. My granny meant so much to me, you know, and it's crazy because a lot of people might not think so. They're like, probably like, well, you wasn't in a lot of pictures with your granny, you went, you know, but I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> My granny was everything. She might, how you do this on this phone? Uh-uh, just get me to my games. 
But she'll be like the first person to feed my kids as babies. Greens. Granny, they got TV. It's okay, girl. They need this. I can't argue with you. That's fine, Granny. Whatever you say. You know. She asks about them all the time. Why you got the babies with you? Oh, Granny, I'll bring you over next time. Okay, you better. All right, Granny. <laughs> My Granny. She was something truly special. Um, I don't feel like she was ready to go, honestly. And I know I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over and over. But it's me just being honest. I miss her deeply. My granny made me feel like I didn't have to force myself to fit in. And I said that because it's a lot of a lot in me that feels like I have to force myself into my own family. Why? I don't know. Why am I forcing myself or why do I feel that way? I don't know. And these are the conversations I would have with my granny. And my granny used to just let me know it's real. You know. Family ain't perfect. Sometimes family ain't shit. But it's the family you have. It's the support you have. It's the love that you feel. You know. And I thank my granny for always, always telling me the truth and not judging me, not one little bit, whether I was wrong or right. She didn't judge me. On everything I did, she would tell me she's so proud of me, especially on all my accomplishments. She was super proud of me. That's like, girl, you ain't let them kids stop you from doing anything you want to do. You're still doing it. You done it. My granny, a lot of people used to tell me when I first had my first son at a younger age that um, my life is going to stop. My granny told me, your life don't stop. It just take a different route. Continue to do what you need to do. You know, you still have a lot of life ahead of you. A kid don't stop your life. You just go in a different direction. You got this. Just as much as you laid there and had that baby, you're going to stand up on your own two feet and take care of that baby. And she wasn't wrong. I wouldn't let my kid or kids stop me from doing anything I decided I wanted to do. It wasn't in me to let that, that happen. You know, I mean, did my vision change of what I was supposed to have did? Yeah. Do I hate that it did? No. So, therefore, I am shit thankful for my granny, for her wisdom. I am, like, extremely excited for what life has in store to me. My granny... I know she's looking out for me, even in heaven, you know? 
I know my granny was disappointed in some of the things that had occurred while she was living. But that's in the past. I'm not going to rehash that. But I also know my granny loved me and my family. You know. She came to me two nights ago and told me, say what you got to say. Don't bite your tongue for nobody. Because in the end, you're going to hurt yourself trying to say somebody else's feelings. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to say nobody anymore. I don't give a damn about if you after the back, if you don't give two shits about me and how I feel, why should I give two damns about how you feel? So, with that, that's what made me come to this pod today and bring my granny up because she came to me and told me, "You're hurting, baby. Let it out." Free yourself. Free your emotions. Can't nobody stop you from feeling the way you feel. Can't nobody get mad. Well, they can get mad, but do you got to give a damn? No, I don't. Do I give a damn? No, not anymore. You're a grown-ass woman who got your, who got their own shit, who's taking care of business. Say what you got to say. And keep it pushing. Y'all know my grannies is always trying to keep up with us and what type of language we spoke. <laughs> and I say the type of language we spoke because, you know, every now and then some shit didn't change. Some new words and got added out of nowhere. Or we just said a little different. So, hey, that's what I'm doing today. I'm getting it off my chest. So, it is what it is. I am going to continue. I'm going to always miss my granny. My granny always comes to my mind. Even in the happier moments that I might have, even the frustration moments, even the sad moments, especially when I'm sad, my granny has been coming to me like, girl, uh uh-uh, stop that. Get your ass up and go do something. You know, I ain't going to lie. My granny used to keep the house cold as fuck. Every window open. All doors open. I mean, cold. Like, uh, y'all ain't gonna be sick in here. <laughs> I'm glad I got the time that I did with my granny. I have with my granny. I'm glad I got to live with her. Um, I'm glad I got to watch her cook. I'm glad I picked up a few things from her. You know? I am glad that she is my granny. I was like, damn, I got pictures to print out for my granny. It's so much. All right. Why are you bring me a little bit picture? You know I can't see this. <laughs> granny, this is all I have right now. Uh-uh, you need to make me a very copy. And I see where my mama and made to get that shit from. Because they always want a bigger picture. Yeah. 
Tina Marie Parker. That is her name. And she gonna forever be with me. No matter what. That is my granny. She might didn't like some things a lot of us did or do. But. Shit. We didn't disrespect her. And it's crazy because she didn't disrespect us even as an adult. Because, you know, in reality, we're going to always be our granny's little kids. And, you know, to our grannies and our grandma. Y'all always little kids. But, shit, I'm grown. I'm this age. I'm that age. I'm grown. I got my own. You know. But she knew how to keep it respectful. Even when she was frustrated with us. She she knew what she was doing. And I love that so much about my granny. I really did, y'all. But we have hit the 15-minute mark a little over. And I don't want to keep it too sad, y'all. So, peace and love. And I'm going to keep it out front. And I'm going to speak on it. And I'm going to see y'all later. In memory of Tina Marie Parker, my granny.